obviously for me it, there'll be a lot of memories associated with the place uh, the new campus uh, personally i would uh, prefer more than the old campus for the simple reason that it sort of brings out the fact that it's a you know institution yeah in fact uh, i think you guys should all start mapping you know uh, local treks and routes in and around that place and uh, yeah i mean meghalaya as such is very beautiful right uh, every probably 20 kilometers you have a very different landscape coming to your life at amshalong so you are a part of pr committee right yes or pr cell as pr cell oh it's called pr that. committee now is it yeah, it's pr committee oh, okay yeah mm-hmm. so uh, how did you end up at pr committee and how was your experience uh okay so um so it happens that i have a lot of um, uncles and aunts who have also graduated from uh, various aims so they had actually given me advice saying you know you should ideally try and join uh, you know a club or a committee and uh, they basically said you know most of these institutes will have like a you know they'll have a placement cell they'll have a student council you know they'll have something to handling you know public public relations so you might want to get into something that's a little you know uh, meaningful because one obviously uh, you know it adds to your resume um the second is that uh, if you look at a uh, you know mba and i mean this is coming both from their advice as well as you know what i've experienced i personally feel that uh, you really don't learn too much in the classrooms okay the classrooms are predominantly for uh, discussion Right. it's more of a forum and in fact that's why you don't call them you know teachers you they're sort of facilitators so they're just here to facilitate discussions right and and sort of provoke you to think more but outside of that if you're talking about management it comes outside of the classrooms you know how you network with your peers how you network with for example you know the faculty guest faculty you know corporate who come in and uh, also how you sort of perform when you're given a position of responsibility right so i mean today Uh, when you sort of get into a job you have a role and a responsibility so how do you do that when you're on campus is obviously through clubs and committees so uh, i remember i think placement is always the first to you know do their process and some reason i said you know i, I really don't think um, i want to be the person who's responsible for everybody's you know placements uh, because i have very different uh, you know agendas in my mind and you know how i want my two years to go so the next bit is obviously all of these uh, you know se- committees that come in and i said so public relations seems to be a pretty good uh, option i think that was the only one that i applied for so i didn't apply for any of the others and uh, yeah so that was the intent basically to because they'll sort of give you that document to say you know what we do they'll come in and everybody says you know hey this is what we do so that interested me a little bit um and uh, because i assumed i am pretty capable and i said okay maybe this is the one shot that i will take at this so i think that is pretty much where this came from the fact that you know my family advised that i should get into a you know club or a committee and amongst them i personally felt that it would be you know the pr cell uh, as it was called back then now is the cat interview season uh, you know people are giving their interviews and they'll be choosing their colleges soon what would uh, be your advice to someone who is going to join the college um so yeah i would first of all say you know now that you are um, so there are always two you know parts to this one is the fact that you need to get into an iim right so that itself is a task by itself and uh, 
the second bit is uh, once you get in there's a lot that you have to do right um, you're going to be i think you said or probably i think more than 250 people in the batch right so you sort of have to prove yourself uh, you know amongst 250 who uh, you know on paper are uh, the cream of the cream so that automatically means that you will have to do various things uh both at a personal and a professional level right so i would say you know how how you perform in your subjects obviously matters and uh, you know how you sort of take up a position of responsibility and how you you know see that through your two years is also important and uh, in addition to this you should also have this very open mind because uh, see i have seen uh, you know people from you know various batches they always have this this notion that some of them have this notion that you get into an iim and you know things are set there are also people who come in and then you know they really you know putting in a lot of effort and uh, you know but a lot of them are predominantly focused on uh, what happens in the classroom right so i think first and foremost you just need to have you know your head on your shoulders it's a lot about you know just going about it one day at a time you know a lot of common sense because uh, like i said management is not something that you learn within a classroom right and it actually there to experience you know how to do management right so that's number 1 and uh, if you're talking about a changing mindset that will happen right it, it's inevitable for everybody today i mean i can look back and say you know oh i should have done this yesterday right uh, the, the today me is wiser than the yesterday me right so uh, if uh, that is the case i think people generally have to just you know take it in their stride and uh, when it comes to aspects like you know uh, the fact that you are in a place like shillong right i i know people who you know came in and uh, then they went straight for their summer internships and then came back for the second year so they never went home you know for like uh, close to over a year and a half so i think in that sense you should actually look at it as an opportunity to step out of your comfort zone right and it's going to be challenging i mean if it was easy then everybody would be doing it right so that's that's exactly why you take a limited number of people every year so it basically means you sort of have that character and that metal to you know really uh, you know shell it out there and uh, in uh, i mean i don't know in, in in sort of my view right um i think placements as such give you this platform uh, you know where you sort of start in a certain you know capacity you then get into an mba and then you sort of move into a very different track altogether so it gives you that platform to sort of you know jump so for a lot of people they want to actually make use of that and it gives you a jump in terms of salary in terms of you know which line of work you are in and it also exposes you to so many other different streams so one of the things i also generally say is you know you use your summer intern uh, internships to uh, look at you know whether it is something that you want to do or not right and once you come back you discuss with your peers and you uh, guys sort of uh, generally will tend to have conversations saying you know hey what happened how was this company you know what was the internship like what was the role like so that conversation is also very important because then you get a sense of what different other fields actually look like from your peer peer group because you guys are all sort of go into the internship you know pretty much at at, at a common baseline so you guys want to generally you know have a, a sense of what's happening out there and uh, also generally to understand how corporate culture and corporate life works because uh, a lot of time that gets missed out and honestly you know i mean uh, i i wouldn't put it as a you know big disadvantage but one of the reasons that i feel you know it's better to choose somebody with a background uh, you know of having worked 
for for a certain period is only because i understand you know how corporate culture works what is what does it feel like uh, you know to work in a company right so it's a very different mindset you know this is how companies are you know you know this is what happens in a company so i think for specifically for those who don't have uh, you know prior work experience an internship provides that opportunity to do that as well and uh, over and above this on a changing mindset i would also add you know how you go about uh, looking at your second year because second year you sort of have elective subjects a lot of them will be guest faculty and uh, you know you will uh, get to interface with people who also teach in other institutes so they'll give you a sense of what it is like in other institutes you know what the other students that you're going to be competing with for a job you know across the market what's that going to be like for you and uh, my opinion uh, you know uh, is that you should actually take as many guest faculty as possible uh, and like i said you know it's it's not as much about the course it's not as much about what you learn in class but some of the faculty will actually be you know pretty good from a networking perspective right so you really want to network because outside of the fact that you learn experiential you know management networking is the second biggest reason for somebody to come to an institute like this right because you're going to meet some of your peers are going to be like you know cxos you know 15 years down the line so you want to ensure that you know that you are actually you know in a good connection because that could give you a career boost at some point right so that is important and the same with faculty as well uh you know i mean some of the guest faculty who used to teach when um, you know i was at college some of them have actually reached out and you know they've introduced me to you know other people uh you know on a on a on a, on a business note so you know that's also happened right so it's very important that you do this and uh, there was in fact given a faculty who uh, sort of recommended that me and two of my friends arvind and rakin that the three of us should actually try and attempt uh, you know for a phd in the us and he was willing to um, you know sort of uh, provide a letter of recommendation for us right so these kinds of things are why i think people should generally look at a lot of you know diversity in terms of the courses they select you know which faculty they have because in the first year pretty much most of it is going to be run by you know in house faculty and you still get to interact with them right so just because you don't take their subject doesn't mean you know the interaction is lost you still get to interact with them and have conversations with them and i mean if if that's an opportunity what i would suggest is you know you should actually go out for a drink with uh, you know any faculty that will allow it because you tend to have very different kinds of conversations outside of you know the classroom and you know whatever on the way to the classroom uh, when you sort of sit down and you know uh, have food or a drink with them i think that is also something that you know should be inculcated and um, i think finally um when it comes to placements as such right um all i would say is you know for for people to look at uh, you know which company they want or you know how uh, they evaluate their own placements i think generally people tend to have certain notions in their head uh, that should also change because uh, something that i have been observing over the past uh, you know couple of years which is most of the people who you know i knew that worked at my uh, you know old company um a majority of them have also quit and moved on to other companies right and i'm also seeing a lot of people actually join smaller startups right and this whole uh, ecosystem is very uh, in you know uh, inviting because it uh, is in this whole you know growth story it's being endorsed by you know the government uh, there's a lot happening in this space you know there's there's uh, a lot of valuations happening and uh, people are generally excited because they tend to create something from scratch it's a small ecosystem things are much more simpler there's, there's you know less of uh, you know retapism 
and uh, the roles are also very exciting because you tend to lead and you know drive a lot more than you would in a traditional you know larger firm so i think that is also something people have to start looking at uh you know because it 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 uh, generally tends to be i know i made this point earlier but it tends to be you know hey what is the salary like you know so if it's a higher salary you know i'm i'm going to aim for it which is great uh but that really doesn't mean that you know that that will sort of uh, take your career uh, you know all the way for the for the remaining 25 years because a tag of uh, you know whichever institute institute you are from only holds for the first you know 2 to 3 years after that all people want to know is you are from an iim you know it doesn't matter whether you are from shillong or anywhere else and uh, then it's your own you know efforts that you know come out so that's when the actual reckoning happens and uh, i mean i have a friend who you know is from one of the other institutes and he was with uh, a large firm um, and he then took a 40% pay cut uh, to join you know another company which was in sport because he loved cricket and today he's working you know in uh, lausanne with the uh, international olympic committee right so he sort of took a pay cut to then catapult his own career right and people really don't look at that because and it's fair uh, you know the kind of background they come from you know they have probably they have somebody they have to support back at home you know probably they're looking at the second i finish this it immediately means i have to start you know working and earning as much as possible uh, i think they should generally take a pause and uh, you know try to look at it from a very different perspective because a lot of people tend to think of it as you know my first job uh, you know i'm leaving the institute i have to go out with something big uh, but i think you should sort of start looking at it as you know the fact that you're going to be working for the remaining for the next 25 years of your life right so that is a challenge so you want to ensure that you sort of uh, you know protect your future rather than your short term interests i think these are the kinds of uh, you know thoughts which ideally should you know shape up over the two years uh, rather than you know it happening after you leave the institute even i feel it's very true Uh, i see a lot of uh, friends from my uh, ug you know who went into startup i worked for a startup friends who stayed they uh, they probably will be getting a lot more than what i would be get the startup which i worked for just got series b they, they got like yep. 30 million yep so i think we have to take that thing, uh, risk which might reward you great uh, the next question is you seen i am shillong what do you think i am shillong should be and what do you think i am shillong should not be i have to be diplomatically correct you don't yes. have to be diplomatic you have to be what because you know it it's going to help us you know we if it is not diplomatic we are going to remove it okay see i think first what i look at i am shillong as is uh, honestly the gateway to the northeast for the rest of the country okay um in fact uh, unless i'm mistaken you know which i may be Uh, i think there was once upon a time there was also talks of you know as being tutored and mentored by uh, you know the ministry of external affairs because it uh, basically meant you know that their looking east policy becomes a lot more stronger right so i mean that has its own uh, you know track and you know consequences but uh, in general we are talking about a institute of national repute right in a place like meghalaya and uh, i mean it's in close proximity to a lot of other countries in the uh, you know north and northeast and uh, i think it's it's a very good place where there can be a lot of cultural uh, you know exchange not just with the northeast but also beyond right so 
uh, which is also why we used to do uh, you know programs with institutes in china um plus i think we were talking earlier about uh, you know development of the northeast region right and the institute will definitely have a big role or a part to play in that so how does the institute actually bring in you know the right kind of projects for the northeast uh, how can the institute uh, sort of let the world know or let the country know that there are all of these opportunities there in the northeast right so it works both ways and uh, i would rather look at it as a you know center for you know northeast policy center for uh, you know business in the northeast and that's purely because i mean the institute is in the capacity to you know be that you know destination uh, it's just not about students coming in you know going out with uh, you know uh, packages and you know placements and you know then say okay i'm done with this place and i'm off uh, but a lot of research can happen there right uh, a lot of projects can be driven over there and uh, i mean this specific trip that i you know did uh, a couple of weeks back to the northeast i have made some really good contacts uh, you know around uh, you know rural tourism uh, you know around eco tourism around community development um, so when i can do that in one week right i think the institute is definitely in a much better of you know place to sort of enable this across right we do these tedx events you know we have these events where we you know reward people from the northeast for the work that they have been doing uh we need to sort of follow it closely we need to ensure that you know there's there's more that can be done out of it you know if it's if it's a question of exposure at a national or a global level i think we should be the ones that should enable it and i mean this is it it may sound like oh it's it's a great uh, you know thing to say but is it realistic it is right because like i said uh in Institute of National Repute, uh, you know, you're out there. You just built, you know, a new campus. Uh, there is nothing that you cannot get in terms of either talent or in terms of, uh, you know, the kind of people who have to be at the institute to facilitate such things. Uh, so I think that is one thing that I would like to see from the institute, right? Which is when anybody talks northeast, the first thing is, you know, that uh, it, it it should be enabled through IIM Shillong. Okay, so. Uh, see one of the things i've realized right uh, and this comes across the board which is uh, in terms of be it students be it faculty be it you know the admin um transparency is very uh, i don't know it's almost non existent uh, but there's a lot of rigidity you know for, um, when when we talk transparency what happens is you generally tend to get sucked into your own hole there are a lot more committees and clubs that can come forward the clubs can actually come in with live projects you can look to convert that as a you know placement so that's all for today's episode see you guys next friday so there was a trip that we did chennai to uh, ladakh i will remember as the worst day of my life i got hit by a truck 